Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for this Anchor Podcast presentation, The Almighty Show, featuring your host, Khalil Green. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, thank you. You beautiful men and women are far too kind. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Hello, everyone. It's your host, Khalil Green, and welcome to The Almighty Show. For many of you that's listening right now, you probably are pretty used to uh, what The Almighty Show is basically about. But for the newcomers, welcome to The Almighty Show. Uh, Here at The Almighty Show, we cover various different topics, whether it's uh, sports, movies, music, uh, superhero characters. We dive into the depths of what this world has to offer. And for the majority of the time, we accomplish just that. But sometimes there are topics that are harder to dive into. For a majority of the time, when the information of a subject is very little, red flags tend to start to go off. And the reason they start to go off is because we're living in the world of information. We basically have the internet to provide all the information that we really need to cover a topic, to be honest. But sometimes when the information is very skewed or it's looking kind of suspicious, uh, red flags tend to usually go off. And through those red flags, we get conspiracy theories. Uh, There's a lot of things that could be considered a conspiracy theory nowadays. I mean, whether it's things like the NBA draft being rigged or Bush did 9-11 to aliens to Area 51. There's a whole lot of conspiracy theories out there and some might be grounded in reality, but some might be detached from reality. Now, the word conspiracy theory has been around for centuries, but it really grew to prominence over the last couple decades, especially the 1960s and 70s, around the time when John F. Kennedy was assassinated. But more on that later. Uh, The negative connotation that usually comes with being called a conspiracy theory or I mean conspiracy theorist or calling something a conspiracy theory really came about in the 1980s. And some say that the CIA is the reason that people give it such a negative connotation and stuff like that. But there is no real source of how people grown to view it in a negative light or view that word in a negative light. It just sort of came to be if we're being uh, being honest <clears throat> but yeah I consider myself a conspiracy theorist to be honest to be very honest um, conspiracy theories like I said it ranges from grounded in reality to being detached from this world and stuff like that I mean people will be running around saying we are being read by shape-shifting lizards I'm not that deep into it um but there are some head scratching things that i do consider myself questioning to be honest i think there are a lot of questionable things out in this world but you know i can't really just fully trust the government i i feel like the reason that a lot of people become conspiracy theories is because they can't trust our government i mean we've been lied to for so long and about stupid things or little things or major things that's been happening in our history. It just kind of happened. It's not really our fault. It just really happened. But on today's episode, we're going to basically go over a couple conspiracy theories that I feel like could possibly be true. And hopefully, you know, after today's episode, you leave here wondering if you aren't a conspiracy theorist already, 
you know with a little head scratching you know moments just to enlighten you all just a little bit now it's only right to start this list off with what i deem as the catalyst on why conspiracy theorists are popular in the usa already now in order for us to do this we have to go all the way back we have to run it back we're going right back all the way to november 22nd 1963 in dallas texas on that fateful day when the former president john f kennedy was assassinated i call this event a catalyst event mainly because prior to the john f kennedy assassination not too many people or not too many other american people really went against what the government had to say i believe 65 percent or around 65 percent of the american people believe what the government had to say they trusted the government this that and the third they you know all of the above you know we had good faith that the government was actually for the people by the people this that and the third you know all rainbows and sunshine whatever you want to call it but a year or so after the report of the John F. Kennedy assassination released, the tide basically started to turn for real, for real. Um, I believe the number went down from like 65 to 38, if I remember correctly. But there's a whole lot of reasons why people just stopped fully trusting you know, the government after this. Uh, some of the reasons were there being flaws in the report itself. Uh, I, a lot of people, including myself, feel like that there's way too many inconsistencies with the story in general or the report in general, like the motives for Lee Harvey Oswald. There's never really a clear motive that was depicted by the reports. There was no one really knows the motive for real, for real. They kept just trying to reestablish the fact that he was an unhinged man who just grew up in a destabilized home and had a lot of demons and you know he just decided to you know F it let me go assassinate the president <laughs> I don't know that just don't make sense to me but um, that's just one of the reasons why people didn't necessarily believe what the government had to say there's a lot of people who believe that there you know it was a lot of people actually that wanted the man dead to be honest i mean you had the kgb you had um the cia you had the cartel who you know if people didn't know marilyn monroe was involved with it's a whole it's a whole lot that went into a lot of people who wanted him dead and so it kind of make it hard on trying to point directly on who is responsible for real for his death now me personally i think it was the cia who had something to do with his death the most i feel like they all played a factor but mainly the cia uh, is the main culprit of this whole conspiracy because not only did he always preach against what they wanted him to do but he simply just wouldn't fold he never caved into what they wanted him to to do for the american people for example operation northwoods was a proposal by the cia to set up a false flag attack on the american people they wanted to attack the american people and say that the cubans are responsible for it so they could have a reason to go to war with cuba but luckily we had someone with common sense in the office at the time who saw how nefarious this plan these plans were and basically just shut it down 
I mean, come on, guys. How ridiculous does it sound? The government really wouldn't plan a false flag attack on its own citizens just to have some type of means to invade another country or just to say they can go to war with another country, right? We would never do that. <laughs> Silly old conspiracies. But besides Operation Northwoods and not backing down from that, there was just inconsistencies with this type of sniper that Lee Harvey Oswald had and the fact that that one sniper and that one bullet caused so much damage to JFK's head. In 1998, the Assassination Records Review Board found an inconsistencies in prior investigations. Like, for example, they said that in order for Oswald to cause so much damage, they said that he would have to be able to fire three shots in nine seconds. And the type of sniper that he had, that's just impossible to just shoot, reload, and restock your, your gun that fast and to be that accurate at the same time. I mean, it's just, especially for someone who hasn't had any type of um, military background, it just makes no sense to me whatsoever. And I just think that's just something that we all have to look at and really wonder, will we ever get the conclusion that we really need and that we know is true? I mean, they said they were supposed to release all of the JFK documents back in 2017, but when they did release those documents, it was a whole bunch of nothing. It was a whole bunch of stuff that we already knew, and the stuff that we really wanted to know was already blacked out. I mean, out of the sheer thousands and thousands of pages, they, I believe they blacked out 51 of those pages that the public just wasn't able to see. So whatever happened that fateful day and who really conspired against them, the world may never know. For this next section, we have to run it back one more time, Turbo. Just one more time. I promise this is the last time. Run it back, Turbo. <laughs> we run it back to a decade earlier in the 1950s. Same place, America. We're still in America. <laughs> With the same group of people. Those nefarious CIA people, man. They just can't keep their hand out of the trouble jar. They just always looking for something crazy to do, man. I don't know what's up with them, what they got going on over there, but they just seem to always do something crazy. The crazy that I'm referring to is none other than Project MK Ultra. For those who don't know what MK Ultra is, it's basically a mind control program that was ran by the CIA in the early 50s that was basically covered up as you know research to interrogate people so we can make sure that world war ii will never happen again like they can actually control that and so these people went to various lengths crazy extremes to make sure they can do just that get the answers that they want out of these people and they really uh, put their subjects, which were actually American citizens, by the way, against their knowledge, against their will. They would make these, uh, torture these American citizens uh, with all types of things. They would inject drugs, mainly uh, LSD. They would always inject hardcore drugs into these citizens just to see how to learn how to mind control these people. And it was very, very crazy that it was mainly citizens and criminals that was experimented on. It's very, very scary. It's very crazy. Not only that, but also around that same time, Project Hummingbird came out, or Mockingbird, excuse me, 
Project Mockingbird came out and that was basically another operation. It was basically a large scale program uh, by the CIA that began earlier uh, around like when the Cold War first uh, started. And they basically attempted to like manipulate the news media outlets for propaganda purposes and basically just try to control what the media was doing, saying, and how they would uh, present stuff. It's very crazy that these people went to these lengths to try to control the American people on top of, you know, MK Ultra, And I think it's just very scary. Like, just because these operations are technically closed down, it was technically over with. Who's to say that they're still not going on to this day, you know? That's just something to think about. Uh, I don't want to get you guys too scared, you know. It's scary what the CIA has been doing out here, man. I mean, first with Operation Northwoods with the false flag attack on his own people. Then we got MK Ultra and now Mockingbird. You never really know what is actually going on with these people in the CIA. I mean, hopefully things are for the better, but I highly doubt it, to be very honest with you all. And speaking of Operation Northwood, we're coming to our final conspiracy for the day. And it's a very wildly popular one. This uh, conspiracy basically brought me into how to becoming one of the conspiracy theorists myself. This conspiracy theory basically uh, introduced me to the world of conspiracy theories. This conspiracy, I feel like it's very popular, very well known amongst my peers. The conspiracy I'm talking about is Bush doing 9-11. I don't even want to just say Bush did 9-11 because that's just throwing the blame on one person when we all know you can't really just throw this large-scale attack on one person. I feel like 9-11 was definitely an inside job. I mean, besides the overwhelming evidence uh, showing that, you know, things were just extra fishy that day, on top of the inconsistent uh, reports and evidence found of no plane wreckage at the sites and this, that, and the third. It's just very crazy. Uh, I mean, on top of all of what I said, I think it's very crazy how all the top inside traders that were scheduled to work that day, scheduled to have a meeting that day, all decided to call the day off that specific day. I think it's also crazy that the owner of the Twin Towers decided to to cash in on a very profitable uh, insurance policy if the buildings get demolished or something like that the very day before the very day before all of that stuff went down that is very crazy to me i mean the people that were there believe that they heard bombs from inside the building going off uh before the tower came crashing down like I said, there was no plane wreckage found at the crash site of, or at the Pentagon because not only were the Twin Towers hit, but uh, apparently a, it was uh, two other planes. One went into the pen, uh, Pentagon and it was another one that was supposed to head towards the White House, but it crashed into a field in Pennsylvania. The fact that the one section of the Pentagon that got hit was all the financial records, it's just very crazy. I mean, that very same day, I believe the Pentagon said they lost or just so happened to lose $1 trillion. Like, how do you just accidentally lose that much money? That's just very wild. I thought I was irresponsible for leaving my phone in my pocket and putting it in the washing machine. But you lose a trillion dollars? Golly. 
above all of that, the generals at the time of the Air Force uh, received word that there were two planes headed towards New York City that was planning to uh, crash the towers. And they had enough time to scramble fighter jets out there to make sure that that stuff didn't happen. But crazy enough, uh, like a week or so before the president and the vice president uh, passed down the laws restricting their say-so from this from deploying their fighter jets without the president's approval. So the president overrided the general's say-so in that very instinct. Like, it was the first time in history that has ever happened. It's just very fishy to me. And then on top of all of what I just told you all today, the craziest and the most evident piece of evidence that not only I believe or that I know, and everybody that's invested in this conspiracy theory know, is that jet fuel can't melt steel beams. At the end of the day, there is no possible way that those twin towers came crashing down from jet fuel. It's literally impossible. The fact that the plane crane crashing through the top of the building and the top of the building just kept falling inward and downward into itself. It, it collapsed. It didn't like fall over. It didn't go to the side and it go backwards. It literally just caved in on itself. It doesn't make sense. I'm sorry. I just can't go. But soon after that, we were introduced to TSA, which basically they, you know, it, I guess it does keep people safer. Uh, checking in on what people bring onto the plane and stuff like that, but it just makes it every it just makes everything harder to travel. You know, we can't travel across the world as easy. We can't travel within a country as easy. It's a whole lot of restrictions now, and people and planes are profiting off of that. And it's so crazy. Maybe 9/11 was done for financial gain. Maybe it was done to take away certain rights in order to quote-unquote protect everyone else you know give up some rights just to make sure everyone else is safer whatever the case may be we will never truly know why it happened just like how people do believe that uh 9-11 was just an introduction into taking away civil liberties for the betterment of all there's a lot of things going on in today's world that people believe is basically doing the same thing I mean, we all heard of the New World Order. We all understand that there's one grand conspiracy theory about a one world government aiming to control the masses through mind control, through population control, Big Brother watching over everything. I mean, we have our cell phones. We can't do anything without our cell phones. And I would actually, I'm gonna get sidetracked, but I was just having a talk the other day with one of my great friends and it's very crazy how we both noticed that a lot of the world is truly relying on technology now nowadays like we don't use our actual knowledge anymore and it's very scary it's very crazy because not only do we rely on this technology for all of our answers I mean we got Google we got the internet we got Wi-Fi all that whoop-de-whoop but it's like what happens if all of that stuff just goes away? Not too many people are 
able to survive out into the wilderness on their own. Not too many people are still active to this day. So many people are staying inside now, not as active, not playing sports or staying on their phone. I mean, we have cameras on everything now. We have cameras on TVs. We have cameras on our laptops, on our phones. We're just constantly being watched. I mean, remember 2014, Edward Snowden, he snitched on, I don't even want to say snitched, (laughs) but he basically told the world that, I guess we all still knew, but it was still a a bombshell, but the NSA was spying on its citizens. We were being spied on. They was collecting our information, keeping it somewhere, I don't know where, but they was doing it against our will, against our knowledge. And we had no idea until our boy said something and they want him dead, man. He can't even go out of Russia now. They want him. They, as soon as he get out of there, they going to snatch him up, man. I know it. I know it for a fact. But we got big brother like that just watching over every single thing that we do, everything that we say. We have censorship now. Uh, we got to watch what we say on the Internet. Um, freedom of speech. Basically, it's going to be taken away right in front of our eyes. We have to watch every single thing that we say. Um, We can't say anything too crazy to offend anyone or they will take away your posting privileges or you will get banned for a couple of days. It's very wild what is going on. I hope that things turn out for the better. I don't know if I can say that it will, but... I can only hope and be the change that I want to see. But like I said, the New World Order, they're aiming for a one world government. They're trying to control the masses. They're trying to control our population. They we're growing way too fast. We're close to eight billion people on this planet. We're trashing our planet on purpose for some reason. And they're blaming it on the citizens. When we should be talking about or talking to the industry leaders who are the main reason that they're pumping out this pollution into the air, into the ocean, digging holes into the ocean, causing oil spills. It's a worldwide surveillance industrial complex. It's a prison industrial complex. Why is the government trying to keep tabs on its citizens? It makes no sense to me. There's so many things crazy and just very crazy in this world. I, I honestly don't know what to say. Because for a long time, all of this stuff was just a conspiracy. But we see it being taken away right in front of our eyes. I believe that people should take the vaccine. It's beneficial. What I don't believe is forcing people against their will to take one. If they don't want to do that, that's on them. I want them to. But I wouldn't want to go out my way to strip away their liberty to choose for themselves. That's their loss, you know? And I know it's for the betterment of the people. Like I said, they want to take away rights for the betterment of all. But at what point do we say enough is enough? It's getting very scary of the stuff that's going on right in front of our face. It's a whole lot of stuff going on right in front of our faces. It's up to us to wake up and realize what's going on. But there's only so much we can do. And it's only so much that we will take before we rise. Just like how my people, the original people of the earth, my black brothers and sisters, as Dr. Umar would say, it's only so much that people can take. It's only so much my people can take before we react. 
It's only so much, so much harassment, so much bigotry that my people can take, so much disrespect that my people will allow to our culture, to our ancestors, to us until we retaliate. Just like how we have to do against those trying to oppress us. The very filthy rich, the Jeff Bezos of the world <laughs> who are taking trips to space while we struggle to eat. <laughs> they have the, the currency to cure world hunger twice over. They have the financial gains to house every homeless person in the world. They have the power to stop these carbon emissions into the atmosphere. But they tell the consumers that it's us who need to watch what we're doing. There's a whole lot of crazy stuff that we're just being fed. We're being fed BS on the daily. It's very wild. I just want to know my people, not even just my black brothers and sisters, but all of my brothers and sisters. When is it going to be time that we stand up and fight for what's ours? But whatever the case may be, there are a lot of theories out there. Sometimes they're true, some some of them not so much. At the end of the day, all we can do is do our research and hope for the best. Maybe we can get out and be the change that this world needs. But hey, that's just a theory. Thank you guys for listening to me. I'm your host, Khalil Green, and I'll see you all next time. Only on The Almighty Show. <laughs>